Welcome to the podcast, Facing the Facts, Path to Gaining Control, Accessing Power, and Ultimately Creating a Life of Abundance. I'm your host, Tony Luprino, here with a new episode, Becoming Your Own Banker, How to Have Radical Improvement to Your Financial Future. And this episode is for every entrepreneur who wants to take control of your finances and have a radical improvement to your financial future without having to rely on risky financial systems. So let me explain what we're going to talk about today. This is a little bit more in depth than most of the episodes that we've had in the past around money and finance. And what I'm going to talk about today is understanding the process of banking, the infinite banking system, how it began, and using your imagination. It's more important than knowledge. And that's a quote from Albert Einstein. So the information that I'm going to cover in today's episode, it comes directly from a book, Becoming Your Own Banker by Nelson Nash. And it's really unlocking the infinite banking concept and how to use and how to understand the banking system. You see, most most people don't know about the banking system. Most people don't know how it works, but it's the most important business in the world because without it, business basically comes to a screeching halt. So if you think about how a bank works, it's a flow of money, right? You go to the bank when you're in need of money. So let's say we'll use buying a house for an example. You go to the bank, say the house costs $100,000 and you don't have that amount of money in your in your bank account. So what most people do is they go to the bank and they get a loan. They get a loan at the cost of the interest rate, whatever that interest rate is that the bank charges you in order to have that money. And once you once you agree to that, then they give you a check to give to the broker or the real estate agent or whoever it is in exchange to live in the house for X amount of years. Right, and you make your payments. You make your your monthly mortgage payments, and majority of that payment at the beginning goes to interest. It goes to interest because that's what the bank wants back first. They want back the interest. Why do they want the interest back first? Because that's what they're on the hook for. That's what they're on the hook for. They're putting themselves at risk early in the transaction because you have the house, you have their money, and they want their money back as fast as possible. And they charge you for that. And that's what the interest is. So when they get the interest back, what do they do with it? They turn around and lend it out to somebody else. So that's the flow of money. So their $1, the dollar that is being loaned out to you, is also being loaned out to many other people. And that's how these banks can create massive returns on their money, by the flow of money. The flow of money matters. See, when money sits stagnant, it actually costs you money because of inflation. And it can only do one job. So think of it like this. If you've got your money buried inside of qualified plans, if it's sitting in your 401k, your IRA, Roth IRA, SEP IRA, and the government controls the rules of these, uh, you can only access that money for the most part without penalty after 59 and a half. So let's say you start at 20 years old. I mean, that's, that's over 30 years, right? That's over 30 years of your money just sitting stagnant. You see, there's an opportunity cost to everything, every transaction that we make. See, so you either pay interest or you lose interest that you could have been earning along the way. So that's why the flow of money matters, especially inside of these banking systems, is that's what they do is they ultimately use the leverage of money and to have the flow of money in and out of their banking system so that they can be as profitable as possible. There's really only one pool of money in the world. Think about it. I mean, it just it just flows from one hand, one institution to another. And really all that matters in this whole concept 
is how much of this banking function do you control as it relates to your needs? So this book and that book that I'm talking about, The Infinite Banking System, is how to create your own banking system so that you can control 100% of your needs. So imagine if, if banks make massive profits on leveraging, leveraging money, what if there was a possibility that you could create the same exact system that your local bank has and make those same exact profits? That's what the infinite banking system is all about. I mean, this is a very high level or in a very um, bird's eye view of this whole thing. And the book goes into incredible detail and there's, there's a lot of information on this and there's a lot of, um, a lot of details to it. Uh, but the basic concept is understanding that the banking is a very important business. And when you get into the infinite banking system and create it, you're basically building and getting into the banking business yourself and using it money for leverage and having it flow. So it doesn't sit stagnant and cost you and cost you money for only doing one job. Because again, there's only one pool of money. So where did this all begin? Nelson Nash is, is the guy that we um, I'm referring to and that that I learned inside of this book on how this concept could work for me and how I, how it really got started. And he was in the forest business, uh, the forest financing business. And he understood that it took a long time in order, you know, a long time to to receive profits and to to have this whole system work for him. And then he got into life insurance and understanding how dividend-paying life insurance is a very important component to this whole infinite banking system. You see, there's a whole bunch of different life insurance policies and, and products that are out there on the market today, and life insurance gets this terrible rap, which unfortunately, unfortunately it shouldn't, but it also should. Because I came, I came from that world. I came from the typical financial planning, and I came from a place uh, where I did sell life insurance, and it was your typical whole life, your term, uh, your universal... Uh, all these types of policies and and there are bad there are bad policies out there which should get a bad rap because when they're not structured correctly when they're not used correctly uh, they can they can cause a lot of problems and there's a lot of insurance agents out there who are just selling life insurance just specifically to sell life insurance and receive a commission and using it only for one necessarily reason and not understanding how these policies can be leveraged and again that's a, for another whole another episode and a whole another a whole other road to go down, but understanding that there are different types of life insurance, and I wouldn't, I would not check it out. I would not, uh, not check it out is a bad word, but I wouldn't dismiss the use of life insurance. It's a very specific type of product that I'm talking about, and this is dividend-paying life insurance from a very specific company. And I talked about this in the episode, uh, this last episode, about the specific types of companies, the specific types of products, and having them set up by a specific type of person, a prosperity economics advisor who understands this. Most of them are not going to come from your local agents. I'm sorry, they're not. They don't understand this. And how do I know that? It's because I was one of them. And the, the people that I surrounded myself with didn't understand the infinite banking concept, didn't understand these types of products even existed. Because they're 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 in their own world of the product suite that they have from their insurance company and their own broker. Okay, so again, we're not going to go down that road, uh, but this is where this is really where Nelson came from. Is that he understood dividend paying life insurance and how you can create maximum leverage on your money, and then he got into the real estate business. And when he got into the real estate business uh, back in the seventies, you know, interest rates were great, and then life changed a little bit. And in the 80s, interest rates, uh, they blew up. They blew up to like, I don't know, in the, 
in the high to mid mid to high 20s 23 24 25% and he was still in position of owing this money on the real estate that he bought and what that did for him, and what that did was ultimately put him in, in a bad position of debt and being in a bad position of debt is no different than being in financial prison because the one who controls the money has the power right i've talked about this so many times on these other on other episodes but when you think about your own situation, I can only speak for myself, but in my situation, uh, coming out of high school, going to college, buying houses, uh, buying cars, having kids, all these types of things are all great. They're all the, the path that we're taught. But at the end of the day, when you break it down to the facts and the truth, it comes down to debt, right? This is what we're taught. This is the path that we're taught to, to do and to take. But when you end up in debt, you're in financial prison. Why is it? Why do I call it financial prison? Because that's simply what it is, is somebody else controls your life. Because when you're buried in debt, you end up owing, owing all this money. You, you, you go and do jobs, you go and take jobs, and you do whatever it is possible to go and make this money so you can pay off your debts. So you don't lose your house, so you don't lose your cars, you don't, you know, all these type of types of things. It's financial prison. I mean, I'm sure you can, I'm sure you can relate. And maybe you find yourself in, in these financial positions. And for me, for me personally, I wanted to find a way out. I didn't want to be under the control of these financial institutions. So I had to make lifestyle changes. I mean, unfortunately, it, number one, required an understanding, an understanding of what the truly the problem was. And the truly the problem was debt. Because if you don't owe anything to anybody, I mean, that, that creates peace of mind. It takes the stress off. All those things go away and you can focus on things that bring you fulfillment and joy. I mean, I don't know how many jobs I took simply because I needed to make more money because I owed this money to the creditors. And when you take these jobs, you don't have control of your time and you miss things with your family and it's just a vicious cycle. But this is what they're teaching you. This is what they're teaching you in, in school. This is what your parents taught you. This is the path that they took. I mean, it's nobody's, it's nobody's, not your parents' fault. It's not grandparents' fault. It's nothing. It's nobody's specific fault. It's just not knowing, not knowing there's other alternatives and there's other ways to approach finance and understanding the principle of it and how money flows and how you can create the same leverage, how you can have these understanding uh, the simple principles and living by specific principles for finance. And when I had to unlearn all of this, and this was one of the hardest, this is one of the hardest things that I had to do was unlearn what I had been taught. Because not only did I participate in the typical financial planning, and that's where I was putting all my money, IRAs, Roth IRAs, SEP IRAs, but I was also working in it. I also was in the typical financial planner as, as, and I was putting other people inside of these things because that's what I knew. Because that's what I thought was the right way but it's not. It didn't deliver the results that I was looking for. And what I was looking for was peace of mind, leverage, control, safety, guarantees, security, access to my money. I didn't want to have, I didn't want to be controlled by the government's rules. You see, these are their plans. They create the rules around these, these financial products. I mean, there's no other way to put it. So it took me a couple of years to start to unlearn what I had already known and build my financial future based on principles. So it's it's not an easy concept and it's not the easiest thing to understand. 
And it requires a significant level of understanding. It requires discipline. And that's one of the things that we, we in this age, in this era, are not really disciplined. Not disciplined to play the long game, to see the big picture. We're looking for the quick, instant gratification, the get-rich-quick deals, right? But it takes time. You plant a tree, it takes 20, 30 years for it to grow and reap the benefits of that tree, right? It's not an overnight success. And this is no different. Building your own bank is a business. Building your own system to leverage and understand the flow of money and how you can create the same exact leverage and opportunities that banks do takes time, but it can be done. And then you rely on your own systems. You don't rely on anybody else. And that's a real powerful thing. And that creates financial freedom. That creates financial certainty. And that creates financial power. So you can have control of your time. You have control of your money. Nobody else controls your time or your money. And that's, to me, and that's the ultimate. That is the ultimate. But it comes down to building a system that works. And unfortunately, the systems that are in place today in the typical financial world, you know, those systems are going to get you so far. They're only going to get you so far. So it really depends on what you want. If you want to reach the next level in prosperity, abundance, if you want to reach that, there are levels to get there. And this really is the only way. This really is the only way. Because the the typical financial plans are only going to take you so far. I look at it this way, is that if you look at, you look at a mountain, right? You sit there and you're surrounded. Let's say you live on an island. You live on an island and there's a town and there's a bunch of people and, you know, you go to your neighbor's house and you have a, have a barbecue and your neighbor's talking about how they want to move out of the city and they want to build a house on the hills, right? You go to build a house on the hills and it sounds great. It's like, oh, why would you want to get out of the city and build a house on the hills? Because there's so many, there's the benefits to that, right? So there's benefits to, to having a house on the hills, the, the just quiet, peace, you know, whatever it comes down to. And it sounds so great. But what if there's another level? What if there's a house in the mountaintops? What if there's another level to that? And what I, in, in this long story short with all this, if you reference, if you think about the island, the island is your circle of influence. It's the people that you surround yourself with. It's who you learn from, right? So if you're learning from people who do the same exact thing that you do, that's what you can expect for results, right? The house in the hills comes from, the reference of that is following the typical financial planning world. Your typical financial planner is only going to be able to get you to a house on the hills because that's all they know. And that's all I knew. It's okay. This is work. You'll be comfortable. You'll be okay. I hope. But it's only going to get you so far. But what if there's another level? What if there was another level that you wanted to reach, but your tip, you go to your typical financial planner and say, you know what? I don't want a house in the hills anymore. I want to go to the house on the mountaintops because the mountaintop is going to give me abundance. It's going to give me prosperity. It's going to give me all these wonderful things that I never could even imagine. And you look, and he looks at you and says, well, that doesn't even exist but it doesn't exist in his world. It doesn't exist in his world because it's, out of his, it's all out of his knowledge and his expertise. See, all the knowledge and expertise that your financial planner in your typical financial planning world lives in is the product suite that the company has. That's what they're tied to. That's what they learn. Those are the concepts. Those are the principles that they learn. They learn the ins and outs of these products and how they can be used for you as the consumer. They don't look for outside opportunities. There are no other opportunities other than 
what they have in their opportunity in their, in their suite of products. And that's where I learned, that's what I learned from myself is that I was in these, that's all I had to offer is you find, you have a client comes to you, they have a problem, you have a solution and that solution you find inside of your product suite, regardless. That's how it works. That's how it works. So I want to recap this real quick. I know we, we have gone pretty deep into this and there's a lot more that we're going to cover over the next few episodes. But these are, like I said, this is a bird's eye view of all of this and opening your mind and your imagination to what could be. What are the possibilities that your financial future could be? It's pretty daunting, I know. And it's so much easier just to follow the crowd and just to stay comfortable because that's what everybody else does. Especially as an entrepreneur, you're super busy. So many other things going on. The last thing that you want to do and last thing that you have time for is digging into the details of your finances and finding other ways. See, the most difficult part of this entire infinite banking concept is unlearning what you've already known, separating yourself from the masses. It is not easy. It's not easy at all. People thought I was crazy. When I tell people what I do and I tell people what I've done with my finances and that, you know, all these type of things, we get into a conversation and they look at me like I've got 18 million heads. And that's okay. But I've done the time to learn and continue to learn and continue to teach because I know how powerful this can be. It changes the game. Changes the game of your finances. Taking control of your money. Huge improvements, radical improvements. And running a principle-based lifestyle with my finances is key. Why is it key? Gives me peace of mind. I run my business on three principles with money. Guarantees, control, liquidity. That's it. That's it. So unlearning and separating yourself from the masses. It's so easy just to follow the masses. Because that's what everybody else does. So it must work, right? Well, it all depends on what you want, I guess. If you want to stay comfortable, that's cool. If you want more, there's ways. If you want that house on the mountaintops, there's ways. So on the other side of this massive opportunity for control, peace of mind, guarantees, liquidity, protection, all the things that I've covered, they're game-changing. They're game-changing, especially inside a business, especially inside a business when things are tough. When times are tough, access to cash is everything. See, the big takeaway here that we're, the big takeaway with all this, you can become your own banker. You don't have to rely on these risky financial systems. To me, it wasn't worth it. And it's not what, it's not what I teach. I teach building banks, becoming your own banker. And I know this is a very high, this is a very bird's eye view and it can be like, what are you talking about? I don't even get this. And that's okay. What I suggest is that if you want to take things to the next level and you want to start to learn and go down this path yourself, you have to do the due diligence. And the due diligence is simply buying the book. I've got no connection to this whatsoever. This is just where I learned and this is my recommendation is that you go and buy the book, Becoming Your Own Banker. The one I have is a fifth edition. It's black. Uh, it's got yellow and red title on it and it's Unlocking the Infinite Banking Concept uh, by Nelson Nash. That's what, I, that's what I would do. That would be my first step is... If you want to take this to the next level and you want to learn more yourself, go and grab the book, Infinite Banking. Infinite Banking, you start to read it yourself. And then when you have questions, shoot me a message and we can talk about it. I'll tell you everything that I've learned. And every I can show you every move that I've made and how it's changed everything in my life. So 
uh, listen, I really appreciate we've gone uh, pretty long on this episode and there's a lot of information packed inside of this. Uh, so thanks again for joining me. If you want to know more about anything, any concept, any any topic, please reach out, shoot me a message, uh, share these episodes with your friends, uh, family, whoever you might think as an entrepreneur may benefit from any of these episodes. It, it helps tremendously because I can't go out and put this all out and share this with the masses because I really feel that understanding these concepts and learning from other people is the key to everything. It's the key. It's such a key. So please share these episodes with people uh, who may benefit. Please, anytime you write a review would be great. That's a huge help to me and it's a boost through iTunes uh, to keep this thing going because I love I love the listeners and they reach out to me and you know the feedback that I get is fantastic. So I really do appreciate it. I hope this helps. Have a great rest of your week and we'll talk soon. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Facing the Facts, the path to gaining control, accessing power, and ultimately creating a life of abundance. Are you an independent business owner or a real estate professional who's ever felt like you're out on this island alone, going through this journey of life and business, and there's nobody else around you experiencing the same challenges and problems that you face every single day? Have you ever felt like you just needed somebody to talk to? Somebody who got it. Somebody who has experienced the same challenges that you face. Somebody who could bring some perspective into your world. Or maybe you're tired of trying to figure this game of life out alone and you want to talk to somebody about your specific challenges and how to break free of the chaos. I want to introduce to you high performance coaching for independent business owners and real estate professionals who want to unlock their life's purpose and passion, access the power across all areas of life, including their health and their wellness, mindset and belief, relationships and family and gain control of their money so that you can create a life of prosperity and abundance and ultimately reach financial freedom. Head over to the show notes to learn more about high-performance coaching. Stay tuned for next week's episode, and thanks again for joining me.